You are now listening to the Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Philly Pod brought to you by thelibertyline.com. I'm your host today, Victor Williams. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and wherever else you find me at the Philly Pod. Be sure to go ahead and do that if you are a new listener. Appreciate you guys for checking out the show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, anywhere else you get your shows. Be sure to leave those reviews. Rate five stars as always. Each and every rating does help with the exposure of the show. Got a couple new ones since the uh, since the last one. So appreciate you guys uh, for doing that for us. It does help a lot. Joined by always my illustrious co-host. You can follow him on all platforms at Stephen Conrad Jr. Most recently pissing people off uh, Toronto fans, making fun of Pascal Siakam. I think it's happening. Go follow him at Real Stephen Conrad Jr. on Instagram at Stephen Conrad Jr. on Twitter. Stephen, what's it do, buddy? What's up, guys? Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I mean, I was just speaking my mind about Pascal Siakam. Obviously, this being an Eagles podcast, I just took it as a perfect opportunity you know, to get back at Raptors fans, especially with what, you know, with what went down with Embiid, I thought, you know, that cheap shot, it wasn't like, I don't know, it does, it still doesn't sit well with me. It ended our season, right. you know, so. Yeah, good, good, good on you. It's always, it's always the trolling that gets the views on TikTok, I noticed. So, that's how the yeah, internet works. You, you understand the community. You know the assignment. That's, that's, <laughs> that's good on you. We do have a treat for the OGs of the Philly Pot. If you've been listening yeah. for, for years now, I think this is our third year, third year doing this show. Uh, or fourth, can't can't remember, can't keep track of the days anymore. But if you've been listening for a while, you heard him before on this podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at Jeff Kerr CBS. He nationally covers the NFL for CBS Sports. He is Mister Jeff Kerr. Long time no talk, buddy. What's going on? I literally am an OG of this podcast. So what what was it? Pre COVID, <laughs> I first started coming on this. Yeah, yeah, man. You had that, and then you started the J Cast, and I remember coming on that. And then yeah, I don't know what happened on. to that show. <laughs> then, uh, busy, then, yeah. man. Uh, I don't have time for podcasts anymore. I know. I, just I don't know. Like, you don't got time for me no more. What the hell is this? The hell I don't got this, time man? for anybody anymore. It ain't just you. <laughs> hey, man. It comes with the This duties. is a good get, apparently, then, huh? Yeah, this is our oh, first uh, guest of this season. Jeff right? ain't a guest at this point. He amazes he me <laughs> whenever he has time. Yeah. But it's different because for us, we, we just cover the Eagles. You know, Jeff covers all 32 teams. So I can imagine. Mm, I, I can literally imagine. only imagine having to keep track of 32 different teams. What's that like, especially now with everything that's going on in the NFL? It's crazy. You forget like the little things too. Like everybody goes, Oh, you're a national guy. You don't know this. You don't know that. I'm like, no, sorry. I, I don't remember the third stringer on your team. I, I'm sorry. I don't like, I don't I, even know I, third I still, string. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 I still joke with Eagles fans. I'm like, yeah, the only reason you guys love Britton Covey is because he's the guy who returned a punt or, or a kickoff return for a touchdown. Can you blame us? Forward. Can you blame us? No. You've seen us punt? Have you seen us returning punts the last but five years? Jeff's no. saying he doesn't he, have the, time for all that. That's what he's oh, saying. Oh, yeah. He only has time for first stringers. Sorry. No, I have time for the second guys, too. <laughs> <laughs> so be sure. Uh, yeah, see, this is how Jeff. I remember. This is how I remember practice squad guys or like guys like that. I'm like, oh, he played there. That's how I remember him. Ah, it's kind of sad. Fair enough. It is. It's got. I was thinking this yesterday. It has to be wild for like coaches, especially when it becomes cut day and you have to trim down the rosters and a whole like pool of players are now new available and you have to kind of consider those guys. It sounds like it's overwhelming and I wouldn't know how coaches and staff like sift through the players of who could potentially a good fit. Do you think they like zero in on certain players hoping they get cut so they can pounce on them or hoping they go to the practice squad so you can scoop them up? I wonder, I wonder, I, I wonder how that the goes. The first cut day's next stuff. week, by the way. Oh, God. Yep. 92, uh, what does it go down to? 92. To Trim down to 75. Or is it 85? It's is it 85, 85 or 75? Damn. It's 85, 85 first. first. Then you Holy do hell. 75. Yeah. Sheesh. It comes quick. Yeah, man. Yeah, that is, that is, that is fast. Well, you got the first preseason game. Well, uh, go ahead and get into that. Like I said, appreciate you guys for tuning in to the show. Before we get started, as always, shout out to the sponsor, SeatGeek. They're the leading mobile-focused ticket platform that enables fans to buy and sell tickets for sports and concerts and theater events. Steven and I will be at the uh, preseason game tomorrow. We're recording this on a Thursday. 
Uh, get your tickets ready for the Monday night home opener or any of the other games throughout the season. Or uh, get tickets for the Sixers. James Harden's coming back. Maybe KD's coming. Kevin Durant might be here. Get your tickets now for that. The <laughs> Phillies are red hot. Haven't lost a game and I don't even know how long. So uh, go ahead and cop your tickets on SeatGeek. Use promo code the Philly Pop when you sign up to get $20 off your first purchase. They have the largest inventory on the web. Provide the most bang for your buck and have a gorgeous interactive maps with 3d views that make finding the perfect seat simple that's promo code the philly pod when you sign up for 20 dollars off your first purchase your next best night ever is waiting and if you're going to the tailgates don't meet me there beat me there steven will finish that one day yeah i'll get it eventually <laughs> i always forget it. <laughs> we was at a tailgate believe it or not for our open practice Thirty thousand fans at open practice if you could believe that's it. pretty good i had honestly yeah, that is pretty good apparently the packers had 50k but they have the best quarterback in football so it don't it don't shock well, me pa- packers yeah. fans are crazy like uh, that open practice at lambo field they do every year it's like a green bay day oh it's at lambo like well there you go yeah, it's at Lambo, yeah. dude. <laughs> Where else do they go? If ours yeah. is at the link, theirs is going to be at Lambo. Well, ours wasn't always at the link. Oh uh, yeah. Well, well, they had yeah. the one year at Franklin Field. It. Yeah, that was that was whatever. That was that was whatever. I'll say, man, they filled up that lower bowl entirely. Like that was to see that many fans there was 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 quite jarring because we were at last year's and I felt like there was there was a lot more people this year. But that might be the AJ Brown effect. I think everybody kind of wanted to see. You know, see it, it was about. funny. I I wanted to ask AJ Brown this the other day and I didn't get a chance to. You know, how do you feel, you know, practicing in front of 30k, but I I think AJ Brown's is a little caught on to everything. I don't think he wanted to rip the Titans in public. He could do that enough. Mm. Oh yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, yeah, I think he's going to do that when they play the Titans this year. <laughs> Physically. I always field, forget so- that they play Tennessee. <laughs> I know, I know. I will definitely be at that game. That's a that's that, that's going to be a fun one. So we brought Jeff on this show to uh, kind of wrap up week three of training camp. Now preview the first preseason game and kind of uh, bounce some ideas, thoughts, rumors, chatter, whatever is going on throughout the Eagles organization. And Jeff, being a national guy, you know he doesn't have the uh, the Eagles goggles that Stephen and I may tend to wear. So good to have Jeff here for an objective presence. Uh, throughout the show so thanks again jeff for taking the time out of as much stuffed schedule which i'm sure he found a sliver of time to come and uh, hop on here to talk to us so much appreciated for that so week three wraps up we have preseason tomorrow and the takeaways kind of from this week at training camp jeff was which days were you there jeff actually i, I know you were there, there yesterday or not yesterday what days hold on what days was i there today, um today's the day Thursday. Jalen yeah, yeah. Today, the day Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown spoke. So I guess it was Tuesday. Uh, was yeah, day. Tuesday. Yeah, because I remember you tweeting, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, and interesting that he's that he's there that day." We're never there on the on the same day because I was there the week prior, and then you were there. You were there. It's yeah, always. I've, it's always... I've been to five practices now. I think because I was. Five. In I've been to. I've been to four. I've been to four. Yeah, you were there. I saw. I saw that. That's that's good on you by that. So initial. I want your thoughts on on Hertz because what what I've seen has been encouraging. I feel like he's making quicker decisions and making tighter throws and things like that. But I also see some of the older habits shine through, such as holding the ball you know too long at times and kind of taking off running. I noticed that a lot at the open practice actually. That I I expect Hertz to not run as much this year, and I don't know if it was because. You know, it was in front of the link, and it was his birthday. They wanted to put on a show, uh, but he ran quite a bit of open practice. I was kind of surprised. So, what has been your objective <laughs> analyst opinion on on uh, Jalen Hurts from what you've been able to see in practice thus far? So, the open practice, I actually kind of hate it because I feel like it's one of those where it, it is more of just a show. I don't think they're going hard. I think it's like you said, Vic. They're trying to appease the fans a little bit. So. Mm-hmm. It's more of like, okay, we're wearing pads, we are practicing, but it's more of a showcase for everybody. But overall, I think his accuracy is getting better. I think his timing is better. Um, the whole A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard thing, he goes on the line. I, I agree with, um, as you know, I'm not a big guy in, in the whole practice stats. But I'm looking at two things. Is he going to the middle of the field more? Yes. And is he more accurate and more quick in his decision makings. I I think so. Um, I don't like him running as much in camp, but again, like sometimes they're wearing shoulder pads with, with shorts. Sometimes they're just, they're barely having shells on at all, if anything. So I, I think honestly, Friday is going to be a, a good indicator for the series or two that he actually plays of what 
Jalen Hurts has actually picked up. Yeah, it's what I've what I've heard a lot, and what I've been able to see is that AJ Brown is obviously the primary target. Now you want to get the chemistry down. He's learning a new offense, so you want to get as many reps together as possible. Devontae was here last year. Him and him and Hurts already have somewhat of that continuity. But now that Devontae's been out of practice, you know, I've heard he's been getting even more targets. Are you slightly concerned? And Steven, I want your opinion on this too. Are you slightly slightly concerned? I know it's early and we haven't seen anything in the game yet. But is there any concern at all that this could be like a Wentz Ertz kind of deal where you're just zeroing in on one guy and you're trying to force it to one guy throughout the whole game, or is this just them trying to get on the same page before the regular season? Well, you're comparing a preseason slash like training camp. I'm not comparing. I'm not comparing to, the situations. I'm just saying, will this get I to get that it, point? I get it though. I get it. Um, well, a couple things. Um, as far as him. Potentially, I guess we'll say, because we got to see once the actual thing comes around, once the actual season starts. Uh, yeah, Devontae has missed, what, the last four or five practices? Um, four, yeah, four straight. Although, I'm kind of changing the argument here. This, this kind of ties into what I think I said this, Vic, couple, couple more than a couple pods ago. I think I said A.J. Brown would be the leading uh, target man this season. I think you said Devontae. Or do I have it mixed up? Uh, you said A.J. I said Devontae would lead. I said Devontae would lead the team in catches, and A.J. would lead the team in yards. It was my Oh, uh, See, I see it the other way around because, I don't know, I could be wrong, but I feel like Devontae is, is going to be more of a down – down the field presence where I think AJ Brown due to his size and, and it, there's definitely some comfort there with Jalen. Uh, I, I think he's going to be more of like an intermediate guy, maybe short game. You like him, you like his yak ability, right? In this offense, something the Eagles didn't have last year, you know, that big body in the middle of the field, like Jeff said, is which is something that lacked, you know, last year in this Eagles offense. So we'll see. Um, I, I I'd be lying if I said I wasn't concerned a little bit with his, li- but then again, like there's not much footage to to really be like, oh, he's not targeting Devonte Smith when he hasn't practiced. But at the same time, you know, th- these were some questions we had about Jalen, you know, last season that he wasn't really looking Devonte's way. I mean, a prime example was that Bucks playoff game. He didn't target him till the second half, you know, in a do or die playoff game. So, you know, hopefully that isn't the case, but we'll see. Yeah, Devontae's first target in that playoff game came with two minutes left in the first half. So (laughs) definitely got to find a way. And I know Sirianni said at the end of the year that you got to figure out to get more targets to Dallas Goddard, Devontae Smith. And now A.J. Brown figures into that equation. Jeff, how do you figure the target share? How do you see this kind of going out? Is it going to be the A.J. Brown show and the rest? Or you think it's going to be they're going to try and spread it out to all these guys? What are your takeaways from the Hurts-Brown connection thus far in practice? Well, they are paying A.J. Brown a lot of money to get a lot of targets. Yeah, for $100 so. million, you better be targeting that yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So if they want to force feed A.J. Brown, and you know, when I was there Tuesday, A.J. Brown made a couple nice catches. I mean, uh, James Bradbury's probably got the better of him, but Darius Slay has, you know, it, he's having trouble with A.J. Brown, and that's not exactly a bad thing. Like, it, it, you know, iron sharpens iron, right, guys? So mm-hmm. I, I'm looking at that as A.J. Brown's getting his work in, Jalen Hurts trusts him. It's like the one ball, A.J. Brown almost just leveled me to the ground. If he wasn't, if we both weren't paying attention, that's what would have happened. But Hurts threw the ball. I'm like, where's he going with that? And then I see Brown coming just out of nowhere. And Brown just mm-hmm. snags it, gets both feet. And I'm like, okay, these two are definitely in sync. Uh, I think they're in midseason form, which is kind of crazy. So I don't mind him targeting A.J. Brown. But again, you know, we all have Devonta Smith yet because obviously the Eagles are placing bubble wrap with the groin injury, which they should. So uh, I think we're we're just not going to see this until the regular season how this all comes about. So I don't mind Hurts targeting Brown and Goddard. Uh, Zach Pascal has actually been looking pretty good in camp, and mm. I think Hurts is starting to trust him a little more too. It, it just took Zach Pascal a while to get going because of the food poisoning thing. And I think when he, he came back... Up, was, he was throwing up for a week straight, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he came back when I was in Canton. I, I come to Eagles practice and I'm like, wait, Zach Pascal's back? And they're like, oh yeah, that's right. You weren't here for a week. So yeah, it, 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 it literally did feel like I was gone from training camp and just kind of forgot everything that happened. 
Yeah, sure did look midseason form for Brown and Hurts. It looked that way in open practice with that one spectacular. We saw it, this spectacular uh, uh, grab he had in that, and that looked like see, seeing that like in a in a in a stadium and like a, 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 a euphoric atmosphere. Like that was that was special to watch, and that 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 felt like midseason form when he caught that touchdown over Bradbury. So that was that's definitely special. I look forward to seeing them too. I just hear about the target share. And, you know, the first thought is like, man, I hope some people aren't going to be upset when the Browns going to A.J. Brown all the time. But winning, winning, you know, appeases everything. So so as long as they're winning games, doesn't doesn't really matter. Uh, Jeff, you mentioned James Bradbury. Uh, I've, I think all of us to this point have, have come away impressed with his performance this summer. The notion that he is cooked or washed or whatever the case is because of a down year in Patrick Graham's uh, defense that had him trying to play man when he's obviously his own corner. You know, I think I think that notion was overblown that James Bradbury is like on the back end of his career. He still looks like the guy who was able to earn, you know, 82 pass breakups in his career at this point. And he especially looks good physically matched up against A.J. Brown. How impressed have you been with James Bradbury this summer so far? Uh, I mean, the guy's been a beast. I, I got to be honest with you. Like, it, it doesn't matter who he's covering. He seems to win a fair share of his matchups. And I keep thinking, wow, uh, Darius Slay's already pretty good. This guy looks back. Uh, you know, I, I just think he had a down year last year, and he was getting paid a lot of money because Dave Goldman was terrible with the salary cap, and <laughs> the Giants had to make a business decision. And I don't think he was a guy they really wanted to get rid of. And I know a lot of Giants fans that said the same thing. They're like, well, we didn't really get rid of him, but it happened, and now he's with the Eagles. And, look, it, it's masking for a safety position that is kind of an unknown. I mean, Marcus Epps is definitely – looking like he's going to be a starter. It's just who's going to mm-hmm. start with him. Is it going to be Anthony Harris? Is it going to be Jaquaski Tart? Uh, I'm not sure, uh, honestly, to this point. But I do, I do think the Eagles secondary is going to be pretty good just because of Slade, Bradbury, and, Mar- and Mags. Yeah, that's definitely a top uh, cornerback trio. I think they can compete with uh, the Chargers, who they got over there. And then you look at Green Bay, who is Razul Douglas, uh, Jair Alexander, and those boys. Um, so I think they can um, – and uh, Eric Stokes, I think, is over there. So they're definitely amongst the top cornerback trios. And Bradbury has been – he's looked every bit. Sometimes he looks he looks better than Slay. Uh, Slay kind of has a tough time with these bigger guys. And Bradbury is going to be able to match up well with the DKs and, and those guys that Slay kind of struggles and, with. And that's, so, why they so. got, that's why they got him, honestly. Like, it's right. not a knock on Slay. It's just that's not Slay's game. Yeah, not at all, not at all. James Bradbury is definitely the uh, – the more physical guy, and he's had a great summer. So well, not a lot of guys are built like AJ Brown in this league. Luckily, yeah, or right? DK Metcalf, that old Miss factory mm-hmm. they got yeah. <laughs> going that, on. That, that's what that's why you trade for AJ Brown. That's why you signed DK mm-hmm. Metcalf because it is wild that and Je- Jeff, as the as the NFL, as as a guy who surveys the entire landscape in, uh, of the NFL, how crazy is it that of like TJ McLaurin and DK Metcalf and uh, all these other guys that were supposed to you know get new deals and ended up staying put? I think Deontay Johnson stayed put. Uh, who else am I forgetting? DK McLaurin. Uh, there's there's other guys. Well, Tyreek Hill got. T- yeah, Tyreek Hill Yeah, but guys out of the 2019 class that were supposed to get paid, and they all stayed put. Debo, of course, Debo. Debo yeah. stayed put as well. How crazy is it that AJ Brown was the only guy to have to go to a new team? Like, how, is is it that crazy that everybody else stayed on their new teams, and AJ Brown is the one guy that didn't want to? That didn't the Titans didn't want to pay, and he he moved on to another team. How crazy yeah, is that well, for you? Well, once Steve got paid, I started thinking to myself, wait a minute, of the big four, there's one that's in a different uniform, which mm-hmm. at this offseason, come March, you would have figured all of them would have been gone, right? Yeah, like, I still don't know why like, the Titans didn't pay this guy. <laughs> I'm still trying no, to no, and, and Yeah, and then they decide to, again, they got a first-round pick back, great, but you're begging on Traylon Burks to be A.J. Brown, then you got Tennessee nope. basically saying, Brown isn't that good. I'm like, no, it's not Brown, it's... Your quarterback, your your quarterback's a fine quarterback, but I I don't think he's anything special. Like I, I like Dana Hill, but if the Titans want to say, okay, we're a run first team, and we just felt like not paying him twenty five million a year, that's fine. But it just seemed like they were way off in negotiations, and I, eventually the truth's gonna come out what happened with John Robinson with. AJ Brown with Mike Brable, but it, it just seems like it's a whole let's just rip AJ Brown for whatever he tweets or whatever he says to this point. Yeah, there's definitely uh, more 
more to that story. It's just shocking that out of all those people who had come out of that stellar class, that AJ Brown, one of us all said and done, was the only one to move despite the DK rules. I, I, I thought Debo was as good as gone. In I thought he was guy. I thought he was out. I thought he was. Out. I'm surprised they were able to to uh, to to repair that relationship. Um, Steven, as far as open practice is concerned, obviously we were there together. Uh, was there anything that stood out to you in the open practice since that was your first time really getting to getting a chance to look at these players, you know, live and in person? Uh, what kind of stood out to you the most, and what was something that kind of that kind of worried you? <laughs> uh, well, my two takeaways were the the first one was the defensive line. Man, they they just got in there so fast, aggressive. Just could be the strength of the team this year. I mean. That's kind of the formula with the Eagles building, you know, through the trenches. I do think, though, um, was it Lane? One of the tackles didn't play, or was it Myelotta? One of them didn't play in open practice. It was probably uh, Myelotta, because he's still the I think it was Myelotta, yeah. yeah he Myelotta came back deliberately so. with concussions. Yeah, I think Tuesday he came back, but he was limited. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And again, you kind of have to take it, you know, like with a grain of salt, because, like Jeff said, I, sometimes I wonder, man, like, was that open practice like scripted a little bit? Obviously, with our you know pro wrestling background, we're very familiar with that word. <laughs> Come but... on, hey, use your heads, guys. <laughs> hey, I mean it's for the it's for they they were it was his birthday. Well, like, what if the that AJ were... Brown touchdown yeah. was scripted? Because the offense scripted I'm not to what to make bad. sure he catches it. That was definitely not Bradbury. They were barely him. moving the ball. They Jalen was doing some QB options, slowly moving up the field. The down the field pass game was not existent, and then all of a sudden whatever i i don't need this to get clipped or anything but sometimes well, I wonder. they had the touchdown 30 yard touchdown and they threw yeah a lot no no to, no uh, i'm not taking away from it man i'm just and, bringing up the question and and they threw a lot no, to I, I don't in think the, the play I, I don't think the play itself was scripted but i think the practices yeah, are very are very light right oh especially That's the open ones yeah yeah of course no, just maybe like the offensive lines, like, oh, you know, we're not really going to get up in these guys' faces. We know, you know, once they get by us, they're not going to hurt Jalen in front of these fans. So I felt bad for the it, guy. It who, felt like the defensive who, line dominated, did it not, Vic? Yeah. That's yeah. what it felt like. That's how it's going to be. You're not allowed to, you're not allowed to really get physical with these guys. And the pressure, like Minshew was swallowed up a ton during open practice. I felt like he couldn't get a whole I, lot. I'll going tell you on. what, guys, Minshew's been terrible this camp. That, yes, that ain't yes. just the open mm-hmm. practice. Yep. I've I've, and, I've I've seen that he's throwing two picks in every practice, basically, and he's I think at this point he's entrenched in a QB two battle with Reed Sinet of all people. So a guy that at one point was a, was was a threat to potentially unseat Jalen Hurts is now fighting Reed Sinet for the QB two, and I'll be shocked if Carson Strong is even on the practice squad. At this yeah, point. yeah, see, that's another you guy. You guys are more you guys are more in touch with the fans here. Please tell them that Carson Strong is not any good. Yeah, there's no point in even trying to talk to them. Dude. They just they see the cannon. They're like, dude, put Strong in there. You can bomb it. Yeah, that man can barely. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I saw the cannon. Uh, the four five camp practices I was at. Uh, yeah. I, I forget he's even on the team half the time. I saw the cannon to other other players. That's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, so and Steven, yeah. By uh, the way. I still feel bad for the guy who got the Jordan Davis Cam Jurgens video because that oh, that yeah. just blew He's getting up. Shredded. And, oh yeah, yeah but Cam's ever... had Cam's beaten Davis a bunch of times too. It's yeah. if honestly, I would say it's fifty fifty. Yeah, and well, even wait, Jordan Davis. Can I say said something that. about that, or you're gonna touch on it? Go ahead, no, go Jordan ahead. Davis's response. I just thought he. Uh-huh. These are the things I value, and probably too much, uh, especially after what has gone down here in Philly, not just the Eagles, obviously, with Carson Wentz, but Ben Simmons. I'm a big character guy, and I thought the way Jordan Davis kind of responded to that question, you know, going going out of his way to mention that Cam Jurgens is kind of w- winning, almost winning the battle. He almost gave him credit, you know, for that and, and defending mm-hmm. his player and stuff like that, which, you know, I I respect that, man, and I, I value that as a rookie. That's, you know, a heck of a way to carry yourself, you know? Well, I got to give the Eagles a lot of credit for this, too, because they brought Davis up that day, and then they brought Jurgens up right after him. So at least you had a story. Like, they, they made sure, like, D- Davis just kind of set the whole thing up, and then you got to ask Cam about it, and like, Cam's like, man, I appreciate that. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, you know, yeah, but you could tell these guys were working to improve their craft. Yeah, and and for those of us that have been there, know that Jurgens is having a solid camp too. So it's not like he just—it was just one one viral clip, you know. And mm-hmm. and he did throw him in the backfield. So I I could see why, I could see why, I could see why 
it made the rounds. Um, Steven, I, I remember you saying at practice that you came away disappointed with Jalen Rager. Didn't get the targets that you wanted, huh? In open practice. <laughs> well, you know, all these things coming out in, in training camp. ready to see him put on a show, huh? Yeah, like, especially if we were going to make this argument that it's scripted. Scripted play for Rager. To That's your own it, argument. You know, I don't even know where that argument stems from. I'm, I, Dude, I don't know. These days, that, I'm I, almost scared to tweet anything good or bad about Jalen Rager because you feel like you're just going to get ripped. At this point, that like is John true. Clark, like John Clark, I I'm standing right next to. Point. Yeah, now I was standing right next to John Clark when he made that tweet, right about mm-hmm. Rager, about how the pass, like he dropped it. He did drop it. There was nothing wrong. John said, and yeah. Rager just oh, rips in the shreds. And I'm like, dude, like I, I almost felt like responding to him, dude. Just own accountability. Yeah. That's all. That's all we're leave. asking. The minute I you know saw that, funny tweet, about I just that? knew I knew it was going to be deleted like 15 minutes later. Like I, you just know, you know, it's not going to be on Twitter for. We, we even joked oh, in the media house about how long do you think it's going to be deleted? Yeah, <laughs> and, twelve over and, under I, twelve minutes. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I was generous since an hour. They're like, come on, man, you don't actually think that? I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. You had another point, Stephen. Uh, oh, just like. I think it was literally a week after that is when, which is now, right? So maybe a week or two after, right around the current time. Uh, he had that, uh, I guess, press conference after practice. And I've, I've seen a lot of reporters saying that he seems like really mature. He wants to, he was quoted on saying he wants to play in Philadelphia for the rest of his career. How, like, I bet he, he does. just seems like the most conflicted individual, man. How do you go from, you know, first round tweeting pick and now you're fighting for a spot, man? It's tough. So it's tough. I was on social media. Yeah, I wasn't there to say, but we said that, like, I had the worst, like, I had bad thought in my head. I'm like, okay, so how long's your career going to be? And, mm. like, like that's a terrible <laughs> thing to think, because I do like Jalen Rager, but it's one of those where, I, I mean, I'm hoping he finds something here. Like, uh, he's hey, not going to yeah, be a, the only, a rotational splash player. That, that's all we need him to do. There's no nothing pressure. wrong with that. Like, like, no he eight can targets honestly, a game, you know. Catch a punt, yeah. please don't be the, catching punts. The Eagles actually told him. I think it was Aaron Moorhead or somebody. They went to him and said, you know, you're not going to be the 11-12 target a yeah, game, I mean, a guy anymore. Sirianni and, told him to his face. Yeah. So that's, but that's, that's the reality I, you need to hear sometimes. Like, sometimes players need to hear. Like, hey, that means he's going to bust his ass in those three plays. And the rumors aren't going away anytime soon because there's one that Matt Lombardo put out that apparently the Broncos have been uh, kicking the tires on potentially trading for Rager uh, with the with – the, uh, Tim Patrick tearing his ACL. So now they have Judy, they have KJ Hamler, they have Cortland Sutton. Maybe Rager can find a role there. So there are those rumors uh, going out. So, Jeff, if you had to put a percentage on it, and Steven, I want your answer too, but Jeff, if you had to put a percentage on it, how how likely is it that Jalen Rager is in Philadelphia on this roster? Because I know he's basically going to make the roster because it costs $8 million, you know, in cap to, to cut him, so they're not just going to release him. So maybe trades or what have you. If you had to put a percentage on it, how likely is it that Jalen Rager is in Philadelphia come week one? I'll say 55 for right now. But again, oh, shit, I, I got to see. I, I got to see There's the 45% chance he's getting traded, you think, before the season starts? I, I mean, I just don't know, like, what role they have for him at this point. I mean, oh, you would man. think he... I mean, you would think he's going to be, you know, like you said, Vic, one of those slash players, but yeah. there's going to be teams that are going to maybe want a piece of the pie here and feel like mm-hmm. they can unleash him. I mean, look at the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> I, they have been interested in them. It's, uh-huh. I, I, I mean, I, I, it's tough. Um, I, I still do think, though, if push comes to shove, he's going to make the roster because, like you said, it's like 7.7 million or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, yep. Like, like you're not going to lose that dead cap space. So I'm looking at it as I think Eagles are going to try to find a role for him. I think they're going to give him as many looks as they can this preseason, but you got, we got to face facts. He's auditioning for 31 other teams too. It's not just yeah, yeah, good training. He said he's putting together a good training camp and teams know that he is running with the second team. So maybe they'll, they, somebody will bite Steven yeah. to your uh, fandom over here. And you're just holding, holding out hope that number 18 is going to, do something in Philadelphia. How confident are you that he's going to be here when week one rolls around in that season opener in Detroit? Uh, I think, I mean, I'll give it like, I'll go like 60%. 60%. I mean, look, I just don't know what is the determining factor here. It's got to be compensation, obviously, right? Like, what, 
Are the Eagles, are, are we sure they're leaning towards trading him, or do you think yeah, they would actually? I'm, I'm almost certain that's the case. Yeah, they tried okay, to in the well, draft, and, and now they're going to try to call out If they can unleash that contract, they'll trade him. Uh, heck hmm. yeah, seven million in cap. I, I think he'll get traded by the deadline. That's for sure. But uh, what what is fair compensation, Stephen? A fourth round pick right now. Somebody comes up. Ravens, Denver, well, that's the whoever's one going I've to be. heard so far. They knock. They fourth. knock on the door. We'll give you a fourth right now for Jalen Rager. You do it. I'd do it. Okay, Jeff. What's what's what is the what is the lowest you'll go to trade Jalen Rager? The lowest, the lowest draft compensation you'd go to trade Jalen Rager. <laughs> well, they ain't getting a day two pick for him. Let's just put it that way. Um, Damn. Damn. Round six it I, is. I, <laughs> I, I mean, it's going to be a day three pick, if anything. I, I mean, they oh, might does. just give him away at that point. Like, if they can just get the hit off the book. So, I mean, they might, it might only be like a six or seven round pick, honestly. It's, that's the value around the league right now. I don't think the Baltimore Ravens, for example, are. I think they're more than content with going into the year with Rashad Bateman. Just Rashad James Bateman Rashid. and the rest? That's it. That's all I got. Tyler yeah. Wallace they, is over there. They, Who else is over they, there? <laughs> they love James Prochet over there. They love him. Devin Duvernay, right? He's over there. Yeah. Got, you know what? He's a good toys. return man, though. Him and Rigger kind of play the same role. That little jackknife kind of Swiss Army yeah. knife kind of The only thing. difference is one wasn't the first round draft pick. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And one knows how to catch punts. So that's so mm. so so that's that. Speaking of catching punts, one guy's turning some heads amongst the uh the media and making the rounds, of course, to the fans. And uh, I think an early candidate for the Paul Turner Award is starting to emerge. For those of you who aren't familiar with Paul Turner, because some people reached out to me to ask me who that was after I wrote about it. It was only so six Turner, years ago. Like I it, know. It, that's what I'm saying. How old am I getting? How old am I getting? But Paul Turner was a preseason standout in 2016. He had, uh, I think, 20 catches for like 200 yards, and he had a, a punt return touchdown. And he looked to all of us as fans like a lock to make the roster. And what did the Eagles do in true Eagles fashion? They cut him. They cut the guy, and we don't have nobody here to catch passes from Carson Wentz. It's Jordan Matthews and Bryce Treggs and whoever else is here. By, by, the, way, Vic, I, by the way, Vic, I got a story about that. So oh, that man. year was my first year covering the Eagles, right? And, uh-huh. of course, like, I, I was working for it for 24-7 sports. One of the biggest articles that year, actually my two of my top ten articles involved Paul, Paul Turner. It was... Paul Turner's game against the Jets with the punt mm. return touchdown for the highlight and when yep. the Eagles cut him. And it was like a running oh. cut down list. And the, and the fans were like, wait, what? Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. we're not good. And I'm like, I and I I felt them. Like, I, I understand. And I was like, well, maybe it's because they traded for DGB and, you know, that, that wasn't it. <laughs> God. Yeah, you remember him? Oh, man. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> But Christ. by the I way, remember, to, uh, I, I, I'm still shocked Eagles fans forget Raheem Mostert was on the team. Yeah, yeah, he was, and he was he was pretty good in preseason, too. There's some, there's yeah, a lot. he was. And then, actually, the Paul Turner they cut were deep drew, more, back, drew more scrutiny than releasing Travis Fulgham a couple years ago. So, for, for, the, for those of you that remember the uproar when that happened, even though he hasn't done anything since, the uproar for Paul Turner was much worse when they cut him. So, this year's, to, to my point, this year's Paul Turner – Looks to be undrafted free agent Britton Covey. And I'll say this. If, if, if anything else, they keep him on the roster. And the people that have been listening all summer long know, know my stance on this. This man, to me, looks the most comfortable fielding punts. He looks like when he catches the ball, he knows immediately where to go. There's no, there's no like, uh, you know, slow thinking. Like, he's decisive with the ball. He knows where he's going the minute he catches it. And he has the speed to, uh, to complement that. Of course, he's 5'8", 170. So you better be fast if you're... If you're that little, and we even saw Steven at open practice compared to some of the other guys, just how quick he is in punt return drills. So, Jeff, thoughts on Britton Covey? You know, you've been up close with him. Thoughts on him? And for you, realistically, because if you look at it now, the top four receiver spots are obviously solidified. Rager's probably getting that fifth one. Uh, the sixth one will be between Greg Ward or Britton Covey, whatever the situation is going to be. What are your thoughts on Covey, and what are his chances of making the final 53? I think he has a shot because they need a return man, right? And yes. this guy yes, is do. a professional <laughs> return man. Now, one thing I do want to see, everybody wants to see him return kicks and punts in the preseason. I kind of want to see him in the slot. I want to see him catch some passes. Nah, no, I, I'm, I'm seeing Wes like, Walker uh, comparisons. Wow. What the hell is this? Julian nah, Edelman I'm not going that far. I just want to see him catch catch football, right? Because, I mean, mm-hmm. you played for Utah for four years and you were a big contributor on there. You have to know it, how to do something besides return kicks. And... Yeah, I, I'm excited. I kind of want to see. Honestly, like I, I don't think he's gonna make the team, but I just want to see how Devin Allen looks 
like in an actual oh, game. Yeah. I, I think that ship has sailed, man. He's he's kind of he's putting it together the last few days though. I've heard. Yeah, but it's, Ma- Ma- it is. Mar- Frank and I were joking about this on Tuesday. We're like, <laughs> I just want to see him hurdle a defender just one time. Yeah, just and we'll have to, have to see Battle of the White Boys at slot receivers, what this is going to be. Steven, what you hope for to see Covey out preseason? I pray to God we see – if he. I, I feel like if he returns one punt for a touchdown, he's on the roster. That's it. Like, <laughs> Well, first of all, of I, course I'm we just kind of disappointed. Yeah, well, apparently not because mm. Paul Turner did it and he still got cut. So, I mean, who yeah. knows? Who knows? Well, first um, – Obviously, he's going to win his way on special teams, I would assume. But, I mean, to really guarantee a spot, he would have to outperform Rager receiving the ball in preseason, right? Um, I'm disappointed with this whole thing because <laughs> at the very talk least. talk about the bottom of the receiving roster. <laughs> no, 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 because he's he's his his calling card is, is punt returning, right? Well, mm-hmm. that was one of Jalen Rager's things coming out of the draft. And it's like you're just going to get beat out by this guy like <laughs> – Yes, yes, he is. Like, come on, man. Hey, it's between those. So the options were the options literally are Rager, who muffed the. Didn't he muff a ball in the playoff game? He muffed the ball in the playoff That's game. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand what happened. Game. And then you have Greg understand. Ward, who will catch the ball, but doesn't know what to do. Once he catches it, he gets six yards and he's down on the ground. So at least, hey, you want to make sure the ball is caught. Put Greg Ward back there. I like Huntley and kick returns. I think I would like to see Huntley doing that and Covey doing punt returns. But as, as far as I can tell, and Jeff, maybe you can attest to this in practice. As far as punt returns can tell, he looks he looks consistent. He looks the most comfortable fielding the punts. Would you agree with that? Yeah, no, I would agree with that. So I, I haven't really paid too much attention to the punt returns. Yeah, who wants to watch punt day. return drills? Who wants to watch those? Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm a special teamer. I should like special teams yeah, more, than, more than anybody else. But it is funny, though, watching... You know, doing the kick return, doing the punt return. Covey seems he's able to do both, which, and very smoothly, I might add. Like, it's just, I, I don't know if it's a get up or what, but uh, the guy's back there. He just seems like it's it's fluid, like it's natural to him. Like, he knows this is his meal ticket or making the Philadelphia Eagles. So, mm-hmm. it, it if they keep six receivers, I think Britton Covey makes his team. Here's the question. If they only keep five, I think they keep six personally, just because five seems seems short. And they only have three running backs as is, unless one of these other undrafted guys stick around. But between the two of you, if we only keep five, and we know the top ones are AJ, uh, AJ, I, I got Devontae, my Quez, and Pascal. If we're keeping five, who is getting that last spot? Who Rager. do you want in that last spot? It's Rager. Who? Oh, God. Yep. <laughs> no Covey, huh? Covey on the practice squad getting scooped up. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a businessman, Vic. It's Rager. Oh, see, well, well. Mm. I mean, what if they trade Rager? I'm not saying for the financial, uh, you know, aspect of it. I, I'm just, just saying they... that if we're going off the initial 53, it's going to be Rager. Yeah, he's got so, the highest return value. Out of, I don't mean special teams. I just mean return <laughs> value. He could be a like, he could be a trade piece. Yeah. Oh you know, God, we'll, we'll sorry, Covey. Sorry, Covey. What about what? About, uh, I asked I asked the poll on uh, on Twitter yesterday that same question. Fifty uh, percent of it got put in Covey, and then the other two were divided between Greg Ward. And Jalen Rager, any infatuation within YouTube for Greg Ward, or is he kind of just worn out his time I, here in Philadelphia? I re- I really like Greg Ward. I just think it's oh. time. I I, yeah. I do like the guy does catch passes. He does make plays. It's there there are teams that could use a Greg Ward. Mm. Yeah, well, apparently uh, we just overvalued him here because our receivers could never do right. the main thing. Now we have a decent room. Sorry, Greg. Oh, yeah. yeah. You mean NFL know. fans overvalue your, your own players? Like, we, no, NFL yeah. fans. Don't we, sell oh, yourself we, short we, on that. We overvalue. And speaking of overvaluing, there's a player here that's undervalued right now, and I think it's Miles. What does Steve yeah. say? Miles Sanders is underrated? I've been saying that. <laughs> I think yeah, he's underrated my... by Eagles fans at this point. Jeff, I don't even know what the what the national perception is on Miles Sanders at this point. Is Nationally, we look. We we love Miles Sanders. So is he I a top ten running back? Is saying, he a top man. ten running back? Is he a top ten running back? Well, ah, uh, it's close. <laughs> it's close. Right. Yeah. So what is he, this what is, is he... funny. I I'm on. Yeah. I go on with my buddies at Buffalo Rumblings. Um, you know those guys. They Gary Bruce Nolan. Good guys, right? But the day that they heard that the reports Miles Sanders was on the second team, which we all know that oh. wasn't true. Bruce texts me literally and goes, why do the Eagles hate this guy so much? All he does is produce. I'm like, I don't know. Why does everybody hate Devin Singletary who produces? But 
I, I think people look at things through fantasy football and not through actual football sometimes. And Miles Sanders is good. He's top four in the league in yards per touch among running backs. He's top three in the league in yards per carry among running backs since he's entered the league. He's good. He's a home run threat. Nick Sirianni just needs to use him more. Yeah. What about the uh, the notion that uh, and obviously it's overblown to this point because the second team stuff is is oh, over it, and done oh, with. It's o- oh, it's overblown. <laughs> oh, it's definitely overblown. But uh, as far as far as Gainwell, what are you hoping to see from him this year? And people I, and actually, I think he's a great does, third does down he, back. I really do. Third down. Does he ever have the potential in any way, shape, or form in life in his whole shelf life as an NFL player? Does he have it in him to be a lead back? No. I like Kenny Thank Gainwell. That's all, I, that's all I wanted. Yeah, that's all yeah, I wanted yeah, to hear. Because yeah. <laughs> you know, people were trying to say I, I like Kenny Gainwell. And Gainwell's going to take over. And Miles, we're not going to extend yeah. him. And I'm just like, if you want Gainwell to be in every down back in this offense, we are fucked. It's over. We're done for. Okay, Steven's so there, there, was only one, there was only one backup running back for the Eagles in the last 25 years I actually thought could be a starter. And they tore his ACL. Corral Buckhalter. Oh, yeah, oh shit. <laughs> Was the Garrett the Terrell Buckhorn was a beast his rookie year. He was an absolute beast. Like you look, he looked like he was going to take over for Deuce Staley at some point. And then he tore his ACL in 2002. And it was still a beast when he came back, but he wasn't as explosive. And I, I got to give that man credit. He was in the league for 10 years and had three ACL tears. That's insane. Mm, Steven, do you uh, you hope to extend Moss Sanders after this? Shit? <laughs> well, you're yeah. the one that thinks he's uh, he's underrated at this point. Go go, yeah. go into go into that. Obviously, I mean, Eagles fans, so maybe, you know, Jeff isn't as aware, but like all of a sudden, man, a big part of this Eagles fan base has just turned on the guy for whatever reason. And, and I get it. He His health can be a concern. Um, I, I know they all hate Jalen Hurts for some reason, or it seems like the vocal minority hates Jalen Hurts. It's, yeah, and obviously the quarterback debate, yeah, that's that could be different. But as far as the whole Kenny G thing, I mean, I've expressed how much I, I think he's a great player, and I think he can be a great that's the thing. It's not a knock on a running back. You almost rather be a great complimentary back in this league because you can prolong your career. You may not get you may not get that big contract, but you can get a bunch more. You know, whereas guys like you know these quote unquote bell cows. I mean, they're done after four years. Like that's it. You know what I'm saying? Vic, Vic would agree with me on this. Is it the worst thing in the world if we if Kenny Gainwell could be Gio Bernard? Is prime. No, I'll take Gio mm. Bernard right now. Prime take, Gio Bernard? I, like Cincinnati yeah, I, Gio Bernard? Yeah. I'll yeah, exactly. This. Prime Gio Bernard. Like, it can't game well as that. I'd be more than happy with that for a fifth-round pick. Who is who is the last... I can't even think, Jeff. You know, you would know better than me. Who is the last current NFL running back who got paid substantially? That's in the league right now. Oh, who, man. Is it... Uh, probably, probably Melvin Gordon. Are, are you Damn, cons- well, I guess are Zeke. Cons- I guess Zeke. Zeke. Zeke's still around. Uh, did Dalvin Derek Cook Henry get got paid? paid? Yeah, Dalvin Cook got yeah. paid. Derek Henry got paid. Right. But these but again, are top five like- guys we're talking about. Like, yeah, yeah, it exactly. always ends it- bad though. I feel like. Oh, Zeke's yeah. contract's terrible. Tony Pollard. Oh, Zeke, that contract right gets as Le'Veon as Bell had a bunch left on his yeah. right, and he yeah. that whole yeah. thing went down. So that Le'Veon Bell was the worst running back in league after he got paid. Zeke's, that, cap, that Zeke's cap hit has increased every year since getting paid, and his yards per carry has decreased every year since he got paid. So, so man, I don't know. So, it was funny. Like, I did a story on Le'Veon Bell when he was with the Chiefs, and I wrote he hadn't scored a touchdown since Christmas Day in 2018. He's like, damn, it's been that long? It's oh, like, fuck. oh, yeah. my God, he saw it. Damn. <laughs> like, time, to give Miles that, uh, time to give Miles that a... Uh, th- Three-year, $24 million extension. You know that you know that whole Miles Sanders didn't score a touchdown thing's overblown. Cause well, yeah, because Hurts did it one. all. Hurts. Yeah, Hurts yeah they were on the one, Joe, and Hurts brought it in. It's, Hurts. Who and then, uh, who else was in there? Jordan Howard was brought in for some of those. and yeah, it, was, it, was, it was all things. Since but, when but was honestly, Miles a red zone running back? When did we facts, use that as like, the determining factor? He's never been a between, a, a, a between the tackles guy. But, Jeff, real quick, last thing on Miles. Uh, how, how has he looked in camp, in your opinion? Is he more explosive this year? Does he look like he has a chip? Uh, what 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 do you think he has to offer this season compared to years past? I'll tell you what he looked a little um, determined. Uh, the, 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 <laughs> I think it was like the first, yeah. yeah, the first or second practice <laughs> I was there. Um, he had that nice like they did the first play eleven on elevens. They gave him the ball and he just kind of juked out three guys. And he was gone and then he pointed at. I, 
I don't know who he was pointing at, or it might have been DLG. I, I heard I it was the media. I definitely heard it was the media. Oh. I don't know it who was, was the there. Media. It was the media. It was definitely the media, though. It was definitely the media, but he was pointing, and I, I just start laughing, and he knew I was... He sees me laughing. Like, he knows. I'm a Penn State guy. He's a Penn State guy. So, mm-hmm, you know, right, I, I, right. I'll defend Miles Sanders any day of the week. But I, he's got something to prove this year. And it's a contract year. It's time to get paid. It's time to get your bag. Yeah. And time to cash out, my, bro. Time to cash out. My, my, I think Miles Sanders is going to get his bag. If it's from the if it's not from the Eagles, it's going to be from somebody. Yeah, somebody. Some, some, somebody will pay him. So, while we're on the, the, the topic of running backs, um, now, obviously, the Eagles brought. They have uh, Kennedy Brooks, and they brought in DeAndre Torrey from North Texas. They have a bunch of undrafted guys that they might keep around for depth. Kareem Hunt wants a trade out. Uh, you have hearing other names. I don't know why Josh Jacobs' name has come up recently, but I've seen his uh, name. Uh, tossed, by the way, as someone who as someone who covered the Hall of Fame game, that's a bunch of BS. Like, oh, yeah, Josh Jacobs played. I, I'm like, guess who else played that game? Uh, by the way, Kenyon Drake played. So. I, I don't know what the big deal is, and John McDaniels even mentioned that. He goes, did you guys, like, only watch the first quarter? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah they did. I don't, they, I don't they know did. where those rumors even come from. And apparently I heard that word of, like, that trade rumor made its way to Miles. Now he's, like, even more pissed off. So, so extra mm. motivation, extra motivation. So, um, but but on the topic. Uh, my, and deep, we all know Miles is on social media, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, trust me. It is, it is very, it is, it is well-known fact that a lot of Eagles players are on social media. But, Jeff, do you foresee any trades before the regular season for the Eagles? Are they going to go out and get any additional depth pieces? Is there going to be that, like, one Jai piece kind of that they might lock into? Do you envision any of that happening before the regular season gets underway? Maybe for more depth at running back, maybe. Right. Not Kareem, uh, not Kareem Hunter. Not Kareem Hunter. No, 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 no. Like they, they might claim the guy. They might claim the guy <laughs> off the fifty-three. I, I don't think Kareem oh. Hunt's going anywhere because I don't think Cleveland's going to trade him. They need Kareem Hunt. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, especially now with uh, Deshaun Watson and all that going on. And I just heard now that apparently they might be in the running for Jimmy G. So you let go of Baker, yeah. you bring in Deshaun Watson, you bring in Josh Rosen, and now if Deshaun Watson can't play for however long, they want to bring in Jimmy G. How does what what kind oh, of shit man. show is going on over there in Cleveland? Well, I mean, we you know all know crazy? the shit show. I guess they, they still have like fifty million in, in cap space to use too, so they could just trade for this contract wow. no matter what. They're the only team oh, that can shit. do it. I don't yeah, know. I didn't know they had that, that much cap. How they? How they? Yeah, they're that? the only team that can physically trade for Jimmy Garoppolo right now. I wonder why they traded for Amari uh, Cooper. They have all the. They got all the space in the world to do. Even after Deshaun's guaranteed, uh, fucking fully guaranteed contract, they still have all that cap. Well, well, here's the thing. They structured it where he only gets paid a million dollars this year. Oh, so he don't care if you don't play. I'm not getting paid this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so. They, they knew this was we... coming. They, they, they yeah, definitely. All, knew this I'm, was I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. This was this was a future play. This wasn't a 2021 play. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Or 2022, whatever year. Yeah, well, you don't even know um, what year it is anymore. You're losing. Yeah, it. fuck, fuck, final man. <laughs> when I'm writing articles, I'm talking 2021 and 2020. It's it's fucking terrible. Who knows? Uh, so so last topic before we get up out of here: Eagles and Jets tomorrow. The only preseason game that it will be at Lincoln Financial Field. May perhaps. The only game that we see uh, starters in. I didn't anticipate seeing Jalen Hurts in any of these games because I know that Sirianni values these uh, these joint practices. They got one with Cleveland, and I think there's one in Miami. Is there? Is it Miami and Cleveland? Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Cleveland and Miami right. are the joint practices for that. Right, and I know that Sirianni values that the hell out of those. Uh, he 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 prefers those controlled environments over whatever preseason snaps are going to provide you with. So. Jeff and then Steve and I, I'll ask you what you hope to see out of, out of these couple series. But what should we be watching for in these two series that the starters are playing? I don't even know who's playing for the Jets. Are we going to see Wilson and uh, Garrett Wilson? Are we going to see any of these guys? What are some matchups and some players that we should be keeping an eye on? Not just first stringers, but some other guys that we should be watching for as far as the Eagles are concerned. Well, I know Carl Lawson's going to play because he said he can't wait to actually get back on the football Who? field again. Who? Carl Lawson, the DN. Who's that? Who's that, for the Jets? Yeah, he was on the Bengals. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. They signed him a big contract, got hurt last year, so oh, okay. he's like one of those guys, he, he just wants to get the, the energy going, you know, kind of get that. Yeah. So I, yeah. I imagine Salah's going to play his starters, so probably a series or two, like the Eagles are. Uh, I'd be really, I'm just looking for some continuity. Uh, I'm perfectly okay with if the offense just goes right down the field, kicks field goal, kicks... Uh, scores a touchdown and Nick Sirianni is like, okay, yeah, we're good. So I, you know, it, it's obviously I, I do think the stars are playing. One of the reasons is because it is the only preseason game 
at, at the link this year. And they go away for two weeks. And I won't be paying attention for two weeks. I, I'll be paying attention to Baltimore Ravens starting next week. So uh, yeah. Is that because they're still going on that undefeated streak in preseason? <laughs> Harbaugh's going to have Lamar two, Jackson they, in there in the fourth quarter trying to win that fucking – keep that streak alive. Yeah. I don't know it's more I don't know it's more important for them the 21 game preseason win streak or the fact that they basically ran the Mar Jackson last play of the game to get that hundred yard streak. Going. Hell yeah, bro. yeah, that is some savage <laughs> shit that they ran. I loved it. Just, I'm, I'm about it. I stop oh, yeah. on their fucking necks. I, I was there. To, I, I was there the next week and I actually laughed with Varball. I, I just said to him like, I love it. Yeah, it's going to be bad. Steve, uh, you might be a fan of preseason because Rager and Gamewell might get some significant snaps. You're two oh, guys yeah. that you're pulling for. Uh, what are you hoping to see in this uh, in this, in this this preseason matchup, if anything? We'll be there, so we have no choice but to pay attention. So I'm going to be honest, man. The inner Eagles fan in me just wants to see Jalen at least go out there for one series and just like let it rip, man. Yeah, show dude, us. Just show that us. Bitch. I know that bitch once. Come on. Toss, toss that bitch downfield. If you truly worked on your game this offseason, which I do think he does, do think he did, uh, and he's a he's a he's a confidence player, like we always talk about his intangibles, then in an environment like this at the link, man, just show us something. That's like first and foremost. That's the Eagles fan in me, you know, speaking. Um, take a step back. The I guess the podcaster in me. I, you know who I want to see, man. I want to see some Nicobe Dean. We all sat here and we mm. were talking about some him potentially Second being team. a guy. Second teamer right now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you would think he's going to get a lot of run in preseason, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah he's going to he's going to get some run. It, it's I, honestly like I, I don't even think second team's a big deal with him because TJ Edwards is having a really good camp, and I just think they're mixing and matching guys. It's I I I just think it's they're being as patient as they can with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. from what from what I've seen and obviously heard, uh, Kazir White and and TJ Edwards run the show at linebacker right now, and then you have Davian Taylor behind them, and then Nobu Kobe Dean will, Sean Bradley, all those guys will kind of filter in and out as they, as they get acclimated uh, with the defense. I think the Jets actually had the best, or one of. I think they actually had the best the best draft. Who was it? Uh, they got Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, Jermaine Johnson, yeah. Brees Hall. Yeah, Brees Hall. They got some players. They got some yeah. players. They're, over they're, there. Th- their last two drafts have been good. It's a shame the AFC. Yeah, man. It's, just, it's kind of nice over there with the Jets. They got Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore. They got some players. They got some players yeah. over there. I, everybody all. keeps saying Zach Wilson's terrible. I'm like, then you didn't watch Zach Wilson at the end of the year hey, because hey, he looked pretty good at the end of the year. Hey, hot take. Zach Wilson's better than Trevor Lawrence, in my opinion. Ooh. We'll Ooh. see how Trevor does under Doug, though. And all and what that, about Davis that, Mills? No, no. Who likes Davis Mills? No. Who nobody? <laughs> they they should be trading. For, they should be trading for Jimmy G. To be honest, I don't know why they're not in the mix. Because um, they got Davis that, Mills. That's how they yeah, look at. I, yeah, apparently, apparently, he's the next coming of fucking Sam Bradford. As far as accuracy is concerned, that's what they say. Speak so, uh, uh, real quick. In honor of preseason, let's just pair tributes to Sam Bradford's ten out of ten three touchdown performance in preseason. <laughs> Back in 2015, you remember those days, Jeff? That was DGB. <laughs> you know days, what? Man. I I don't think I hated Chip Kelly more than after that game. Like, I never, I was not a Chip Kelly Dude, fan, yeah. but I really, because I, I remember Eagles fans saying we're going Super Bowl. I'm like this team. Dude, that was Walter Thurman days. Remember Walter Thurman at safety? I love Walter Thurman. Days? He was one of the oh few I liked God. on that team. Hell they yeah. retired. Dude. That was prime Jordan Matthews, Darren Sproles. Those dude, it was looking hot. Demarco Murray, oh, hell yeah, it was, oh, it was over those days. Run backwards, Demarco Murray. Chip Kelly, run that boy ladder. Yeah, you know what? Like, you know what I think bro- broke the camel's back of being Chip when he did trade Lashawn McCoy. Yeah, well, or that, yeah. or releasing DJAC outright. Which one? Well, was- well, well, <laughs> that one. That one, I was on Rayman. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Oh, and the whole Nick Foles, like, I, yeah, I don't believe in him, but all he does is produce. Like that drove me insane. Yeah. You don't yeah. put up that touchdown interception ratio just to t- trade the guy. Yeah, it is. It is. It is a rough time. It, it, the minute it's Chip like got he fired, waited. he waited for Nick Foles to fail. He really did. Yeah. And the minute Chip got fired, uh, I forget who the interim head coach was at the time, but first play Pat from Shermer. scrimmage was yeah, Pat, Pat Shermer, Shermer. Yep. And first play from scrimmage, Demarco Murray up the gut <laughs> for fifty-five great. yard touchdown. Uh, I was ready. I'll tell you what. If off. you guys ever want some real entertainment, like I know a lot of the younger Eagles fans think. 2012, 2015 is the worst season ever. Go watch 98. We knew they were going to be bad, and they were even worse than we thought. That was before Donovan they, and Reed. Yeah, they, yeah mm. they averaged 10 a game. 10 a game. 10 points? 10 points? Or 10 yards? 10 points a game. No, 10 <laughs> points. They were, oh, it felt like 10 yards. Trust me. It was bad. Oh, it was Roddy Pete, Ty Detmer, Coy Detmer, Bobby. Uh, it, it was... 
so laughable just watching that team. Man, thank God. Thank God. Uh, thank God those days are over. And we got superstar players now. We got receivers. We got we got uh motivated running backs. We got a very <laughs> a very PR savvy quarterback, which goes a long way. I know that people want to see him play on the field, but hey, he's damn good. He's damn good on the uh, press table. <laughs> he's a he's a leader, man. He'll fall for anything either. Like I know, I know. He, he, he covered the mic with Jalen Hurts. He he not he not playing games. He said yesterday to somebody, he goes, "Don't let me go there." <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. He lit because they were like, "Do you does Devontae feel any type of way that you call AJ your best friend?" And and, and Jalen Hurts yeah. said, "Don't even do that. Don't even." Do that. <laughs> I, I forget we even answered that, that question. Shut that shit down. Yeah, no, I don't know who so when it. so when I've done one on ones with Jalen Hurts, he's like he'll talk to me about anything, man. Because I like you, man. You'll try to spur the narrative. I go, what narrative is there to spur with you? Like you're, you're the baby just arm a, narr- the noodle arm narrative. Though. <laughs> oh, we, I I think I laughed at him about that the first time I heard him. Like, yeah, did you hear like you can't throw the ball fifty yards? He goes, yeah, I know. Apparently, no NFL quarterback can throw the ball fifty yards. <laughs> yeah, well, let's see. Well, preseason A. I just hope to see. I hope I get one bomb throw out of it. Well, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, well Jeff, you know, are you going as media pe- or as they, a, they, I'm going as media. Oh, damn. Can't see. Well, yeah, I will not be there as media. So, so it's I, I not easier for you to you, get in that I, door than it is I, for me. I, 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 I I was gonna ask you, am I gonna see you in a suit tomorrow, or you know? No, no. I got we got uh iHeart uh iHeart Media got uh got us club seats for the game, so we'll be there. Nice. So that's as close as I'm getting to like a bunch of heathens in the club section, you know. So what is yeah? We're sitting with the rest of the population. Do you guys have like do you guys have like a different representative from iHeart Media at like all the practices? Because obviously I'm always waiting to see like dude, I know Vic's here. Like where's it? Where's he at? She, I'm. It's a lot easier for you to get in than me. So the way I get, I, I get in. So you know how like there's like the side door, right, where like the media goes in. So I like I get in there, but at that point it's kind of like you're on your own, figure it out, and then like the person I'm with will be like, I'll come get you afterwards because I'm definitely don't want to be associated with like the rest of the media guys. I'm not in the press conferences. I'm just there to watch practice and get out for the most part. Um. So so the credential process is, as you know, such a long, tedious thing. And as you know, the Eagles are very, very stingy on who they let in there to see those things. They might be the most stingiest team in Philadelphia because the Sixers, the Bluecoats, they let anybody get in that shit. But as far as the Eagles, they, they're like, you need I, to I'll tell you this. jump they through hoops most, on fire to come see this practice. <laughs> they, they might be the most stingiest team in the NFL. I have no problems with any mm. other team. Yeah, it's, it's, a- it's Any other team. It's like, bu- like Baltimore will ask me when I'm coming. Like, yeah, they've wow. asked me before. And, like, the Ravens Credentials have a good rough. media contingent. It, it's weird. Yeah, the credentials, the credentials are rough, but the I do know that they know who the Liberty Line is. So hey, one step, one step at a time, we'll, we'll get it, we'll get it moving, and maybe this time next year we'll actually be allowed to be at these damn practices, and I don't have to jump through hoops just to be able to see what the team the, you looks know, like during I, the summer. I, I think they use COVID as like a thing, but no other yeah. team's using that. Yeah, and no, I'm in the cut of these practices. I try not to be seen, you know. I try, I try to stay <laughs> out the way because we know, we know, we know, all know I got some haters over there. And I don't try to mingle with the, with with them boys, but appreciate you. Guys. I, I, who are your haters? I don't even know. Dude, I don't oh, I'll, I'll tell stuff. you off. I'll tell you off camera. You know. All right, <laughs> you 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 tell me after this pod. <laughs> I'll tell you off camera what this is going on. But appreciate you guys for tuning into this episode. A little longer one today, but we had to for for Jeff to come in and give his insight on what he's seen at practice, in addition to the national perception on what the Eagles may be this season. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the show. Like I mentioned, Apple Podcast. Uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, anywhere else you get your shows. Be sure to follow Steven on Twitter and IG at Real Steven Conrad Jr. Uh, Jeff, where can the people find you at and what projects do you have coming up in the pipeline? So you can find me at Jeff Kerr CBS on Twitter at Jeff Kerr CBS. Um, so in the pipeline, obviously being at the game tomorrow, I'm going to have a stock, de- stock up, stock down report. Uh, we, do, we do that for a lot of teams we cover at CBS. We'll be doing that. I'll be watching every preseason game this week i know that that everybody goes your job's awesome but watching the preseason stuff because i gotta grade all the rookie quarterbacks and that's gonna be fun but going on nfl plus and watching every throw i'm gonna be like man (laughs) this this is bad but yeah it's gonna be fun i mean hey carson strong might be on it i i'm gonna have to really watch my carson strong talk about bombs 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, oh, that's, what gonna, that's what we're going to get. So be sure to follow Jeff on all his coverage at uh, NFL Wait, coverage. So you said NFL Plus. Should I subscribe to this? Is Dude, that, that, that shit new? is ass. That shit is horrible compared to what oh, Game Pass is? was. I can't. I can't. They have no more All-22. It, it, it literally is NFL it's, Game Pass, essentially. But yes. it's not, Where's the mm. All-22? I can't find All-22 uh, film. No Where's one can at? find All-22. I know. Where the fuck is it? Game Pass had it, and now it's not. NFL, NFL Plus is a joke, as far as I'm concerned, so far. But hey, maybe we'll get it together. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> yeah, you probably shouldn't. You're employed. <laughs> <laughs> Go follow Jeff's NFL coverage at Jeff Kerr. CBS, follow me, Victor Williams, everywhere. Uh, you Whatever, digest content. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, at the Philly Pod. We'll catch you on the next one. Maybe we'll do a recap of preseason if anything exciting happens. And then what does camp – how does camp work? Does it resume – after the first preseason game, I don't know the schedule after preseason. I I, I guess it's I guess it's not camp because they're on the road. Yeah, it's not camp anymore. I, right I remember, now. It's not I remember just last year. Last year they counted the home join practice as part of camp. So yeah, now it's just practice. So it is it is yeah. what it is. But we'll keep you guys posted on anything as per as per usual. Eagles news, rumors, and all that fun stuff. Keep it locked here at the Philly Pod. Until the next one, y'all. 